the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN to use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use SGPN to get 50% off your first month. That's code SGPN and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel, and to celebrate, we're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. Yes, sir. We are back with the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guy. It's me, really real, villain real, to real, from a junior here at your service. Oh, man, I missed the, I missed the drop. I missed the drop. I got to get me a new one. But we still have Scott Studios, Rachel on the line. Scott, what's going on? Wait one second. Don't say a word. Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Yeah, doing well. Looking forward to the games today. I believe we got 13 of them, so we got a lot of NBA content. Kind of crazy, the uh, one game yesterday involving the Spurs and the Suns. It was great. Look, it was I was going to say, it looked like it all three mad. games were going to be terrible, and then one of the games on TV turned out to be really good, and you ended up seeing a Durant team choke again in the fourth quarter. So at the end of the day, the Suns should be embarrassed they lost that game. Nice comeback by the Spurs. And you ended up seeing Keldon Johnson kind of take over the fourth quarter along with Vassell. They did a good job of closing Amazing. the gap, and the Suns kept turning it over. So nice job by the Spurs. That's really all I have to say about that game. But, yeah, definitely a uh, a weird, weird fourth quarter where the Suns not only blew a lead of 20 points, they blew a lead of 20 points at home. They led for every second of the game except for the final two seconds, and they lost a game. That's almost impossible to do. So congrats on to the Suns for doing the impossible. Hey man, I'm so I'm so I'm so I'm so in on this team. My bad. Wrong. I'm so in on this team. Like I am so in. The cell is amazing. In a game, a lost game. A game where normal people don't hit their props. Normal people don't hit their props in a game that Devin Vassell had last night. And we still got there. I held in props personally, so mine was not as sweaty potentially. And yeah, uh, Keldon and Vassell hit some big shots down the stretch. Keldon, of course, had the game-winning steal and layup. Uh, Vassell hits a big uh, couple of step back threes, got fouled <laughs> twice. He got fouled twice there. But it I was, didn't, I didn't, it was, I didn't care. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care. That. I didn't care. The Suns deserved it. They came back from like 20 points down, whatever the heck it was. They deserved they, it. I'm so they had a time in, out I'm, in their I'm, pocket. Durant just stood in the corner with a dribble and just basically handed the ball over. Now, he, did he get fouled? Maybe. I didn't feel bad. Give but a time what out. that you, does make me think about, what that does make me think about is that situations like this are going to happen for them. And that's where you miss a Chris Paul in your lineup. Situations like that, when you're you're trying to preserve a lead. You're getting down to the final seconds. You got to get the ball inbounded and across court. And 
you know, it's a lot tougher when you don't have that person that has that experience and that and that uh, point guard mentality and that, you know, what Chris Paul brings to that team to be able to get you through situations like that. So that's just one situation where it kind of like, hey, man, if we had a Chris Paul in the lineup and he was in the game, we kind of feel better about how our late game execution comes right there. So, like, it's different. It's things that I took from that game on both sides. But ultimately, I am I'm actually in on this Spurs team. They may not do a lot. But I am in on them to start covering some lines for us, a hundred percent. I'm glad I took that L yesterday. That 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 got definitely got me uh, looking towards them. And shout out to Devin Vassell for cashing my lock, two and one on my locks already. Haven't hit a dog yet, but I'm not I'm not upset. I took the full game money line while I gave Moon off the first half because I know for a fact that if I took the first half with them, we wouldn't have hit it. It wouldn't have hit. It would have been Clippers by one, something like that. And you know what? I'm perfectly fine taking the L so that we all win because I played both. So I'm, I'm happy doing that. I'm very, my, very my happy la- doing that. My last point on the game, I've, I've seen a lot of Durant as a Nets fan over the years. I was not surprised. Have, mm, have you really seen a lot of Durant as a Nets fan? Durant usually played about like 40 mm. to 50 games, give or take. Mm. I mean, I'm watching a lot of the Nets game. So I did see Durant season. play on the Nets. I know he's had a couple of big moments and big shots here and there, but for the most part, he's extremely careless with the basketball, and I don't trust his decision-making late in the fourth quarter of games, and I've witnessed that firsthand for years. I'm not shocked by how that game unfolded down the stretch. I'm shocked that the Spurs came back from 20. I'm not surprised that Durant stood in the corner like he panicked and he turned the ball over. That did not shock me. At all. I I think that was more about Spurs than less about Durant, in my opinion. Oh, I, I, I think that's an easy – he got the ball in the corner. Like, you – I mean – You have a timeout in your pocket. Like, come on, he was man. right on top of him. He was literally right on top. You Like, just because you say timeout off the rip doesn't mean you're going to get it. Like, I don't know, Scott. I think that was I, harsh, I've seen Durant but... have a lot of careless turnovers late in games, and I've seen a lot of his team struggle to close out games in the fourth quarter with the Nets. I've seen it's it. Skiven Max, Skiven Max Kellerman, Scott, Skiven Max Kellerman. I don't know why it's being. I, I think the truth is, not enough people hold Durant accountable for a lot of late game choke jobs. It's kind of weird because everyone curses out LeBron all the time. I'll do it if he misses a couple shots or he blows a game late. Durant's done this for years. He did it about a week and a half ago against the Lakers when they blew a massive lead and he was terrible in the fourth quarter. And now nobody seems to talk about Durant blowing the game. I, I just feel like, once again, it's a weird type of double standard where when LeBron chokes a game away, everyone is at his throat. And when Durant does it, nobody cares. I, I just think it's weird. Durant has done this a decent, a lot more than you think he's done it in the last couple of years. And I don't know. Cares. I don't know. You putting a lot on one person in a situation like if Bill, if what Billy says in the chat is right. I'm, and I'm pretty sure it is because I think I remember thinking that, like, dang, they got a timeout. They didn't call it. Like, why would you not call a timeout in that situation? What are you saving it for? It was like one second left. So, I mean, I don't know. I ain't Durant's put- been in the league since, like, 07. Like, come on. You have a timeout. You should know if you have a timeout or not. Wait, 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 wait. You're blaming Durant for not using the timeout to advance I'm blaming the ball? Durant for not using a timeout while he got trapped in the corner. Because, Scott, do you know how fast the game is? Like, there was literally no time for him to get a timeout from a ref. See, Walante, I can't use that excuse of no Booker and no Beal because they were up by 20. Like, I, I, can't, I can't use any of that excuse late in games. Does anybody you're agree good with for Scott three in the quarters, You fall apart in the fourth quarter. I'm not going to suddenly, like, you know, use your supporting cast as an excuse. You had a 20-point lead. 
at home and you choked it as the best player. Like, well, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, I, I feel like I understand the point. Well, he has no help. Okay. And you're up 20 points. As a superstar, you shouldn't lose a game by 20 points. You shouldn't lose a game that you're leading by 20 going into the fourth quarter. That's embarrassing. I don't know. That's don't my opinion. Scott. I think, I I think too many Scott people make excuses for Durant late in games. I wouldn't No, I get that. But last night, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that I've seen a lot of people that have tried to carry one team and couldn't do that. That's all I'm saying. It's a lot of people that tried to carry one team and couldn't do it. And Durant had literally no help last night. And you can you can gain a lead and you may be able to come back from a lead. But with no help trying to maintain a lead an entire game, it's hard. It you is hard. No, no maintaining lead. They're up 20 points. Like that's, okay, I mean, that's Scott. just I, – I, I get it, it once you again. It. You got it. You got it. You got it. Okay. Durant sucks. Durant sucks. He's I'm not saying he sucks, but he's not yeah, he's, as, he's not great no, he at, at making decisions late in games. And I feel like nobody's held him accountable for it for his entire career. Okay. That, that's All my right. last thing I'll say on that. You got it. Shoot. I didn't know we were about to get on destroy Kevin Durant today. Didn't know that sounds like the second fourth quarter choke job in a week on national television. And nobody's talking about it. I just think it needs to be said. Huh. All right. All right. You got it. I mean, I don't, I, I just don't agree. I don't think it was. I, I think that it was a lot more things than just Kevin. It wasn't only Durant. I'm just saying some people say star players need to close out games. He needs to close out Durant, games. Kevin Durant. Durant. You, you just made it seem like it was only Durant. I don't know, man. You really made it seem like it was only Durant just now. The final play I'll blame on Durant. But you also can make it the argument as a star player, he should be the one calming everything down, especially when they're playing a zone and he's the best mid-range jump shooter of all time. And you just saw Nurkic chuck, uh, oh. chucking up a bunch of heat check threes down the stretch. I just thought Durant should have done a better job of being aggressive with the basketball, calling for the basketball, but it was mostly the final possession. I thought that he did the one thing you can't do, which is run into a corner with a dribble that he didn't use and turn the ball over with a timeout in his pocket. I just want to mention it. I just feel like that needs to be said. Okay. All right. All right. I think Frank Vogel should have used him out beforehand. I think should know that he's not safe. And they might have won the game if they did that as well. So I, I think it's a lot of people at fault. I'm just saying. I just felt like it was very, very specific. And I don't know. I thought it was very, very specific. The one person you put playing with all of that. Well, Vogel should have used the timeout to be clear. I'm not saying he's off the hook, but. I, no, I just, just think, no, no, no. But you didn't say that until, like, you didn't say any of that. You threw it all under it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But, all right, wait is over. NBA is back. Make sure you take advantage of DraftKings. $200 bonus bet special where you throw $5 down on the NBA. You can get $200 instantly in bonus bets. You Make sure you use that promo code SGP. I definitely make sure I put in an SGP using my promo code SGB and my $5 and get me a nice little DraftKings SP, SGP going. I've been playing them a little bit lately, and it's been it's been pretty well. I almost hit one last night in that game, man. I had Vassell. I had Vassell over his points. I had Nurk over his rebounds. I had – what was one more? It was one more thing that hit. I can't think of what it was, though. But the one that missed was Trey Jones, man. Freaking Trey Jones assist coming off the bench. I just knew he was going to be real, a lot more active in this game in terms of the point guard position. But it's all right. Basketball is more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you just bet $5 on the NBA. 
Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 up age and up varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see sportsbook.com i'm sorry see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gambling resources we're also brought to you by prize picks because prize picks is here and with the basketball season here you can now pick combos from basketball and football in their specials league it's a league created for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports leagues for example you could do lebron james plus travis kelsey at 10 and a half combo of three pointers made and receptions what you can take Travis Kelsey receptions and LeBron three-pointers made. Come on. You want to play alongside some of the prize pick favorite players like rapper Meek Mill, Andrew Schultz, the comedian. You can find community plays under the promos tab. And just you make sure you can go in there and use that. Some of the biggest names on prize picks doing plays every single week. Prize picks. Add me to community plays. I'm trying to tell you. Hey, yeah, hey, add me up there. I, I may not have the clout as a lot of people, but I think that that the DGens will definitely like my prize pick plays. Make sure that you are tapping in with them. They have players and stat types for your that you're selecting. Highlight your winnings from prize picks. And how fun the experience. This experience is amazing. Like this is so fun just going out and playing these contests in plus SGPN. 100% deposit match $100.com slash SGPN. Daily fantasy easy. We got it lineup going at definitely i'm excited because we have a lot to talk about here all right scott great debate to start now we're probably going to debate this again because i have a theory and i don't know if you're going to like it seven on the east coast the portland show are traveling to detroit play the detroit pistons Detroit open minus four I saw it at minus five earlier, and it's now minus four and a half. Two sixteen is the total injury report for these two teams, and we have uh, when I get my injury report back. Uh, there we go. Let's see here. That is not the right screen. Do 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 do. And we're back. All right. It's Rainwright. You know he's out. Anthony Simons, you know he's out. For the Pistons, you have Jalen Duran, questionable with an ankle injury. You know Bojan, Monty Morris, Isaiah Livers all out. Okay, Scott. Before I say my theory on this game, because I have a theory. I don't have anything to back it up yet, but I have a theory. I want to get your take. What are we doing here with Detroit minus four and a half? I don't really like laying points with Detroit, but I don't think Portland's any good. I'll give them a shout-out, though, for actually doing me a solid. I leaned to them against Toronto because I really didn't want to lay points with Toronto, and it worked out well. Shout-out to Aiden in that game. I think he had, like, 23 rebounds. He actually showed up for a game with some toughness. I'm going to lean to Detroit. I think this Detroit team's actually not that bad. Uh, I like Cade as the starting point guard. 
Asar Thompson has been very good as a rebounder as well. I'm not saying he's the leader to win Rookie of the Year right now, but he's a solid player. The question with Portland is that you have a lot of talent when it comes to scoring, but your team never passes the ball. You're dead last in assists per game. Scoot's been atrocious, but it's still early in his career. I'm not writing him off, but he needs to play a lot better. Jeremy Grant's been okay. Sharp is a, I mean, Sharp's a chucker, but he's got some talent. Aiden was really bad for the first two, three games before he had 23 rebounds the last game. Even with that, I believe he had 10 points. So okay. I'm not sold on Portland, but I am going to lean to Detroit at home. Even last year, they were good at home. They were just always bad on the road. I think the Pistons get it done here. I think that they're actually a pretty solid, I don't want to say solid bad team, but I think that they're a pretty underrated non-playoff team. That's how I look mm-hmm. at Detroit. I'll lean to them. I think Portland's just actively just bad. And now that Simons is out for about a month and change, they lost one of their better shooters in general. I'll go with the Pistons minus four in this game. Should be ugly, but I trust Detroit at home. Okay. I felt like I knew what you were going to do in that game, taking Detroit at home. And I understand it. I have a theory that... It might not be a good idea to lay points with Detroit over the course of the season. That's fair. Like they're there. So I, you know, I like a trend and we love a good trend and I'm trying to identify trends earlier on in the season. Detroit's first three games were four games. Is it four games? Yes. Four games. First four games were as underdogs, mm. which is pretty insane like, that they had a home game. They were still underdog, but uh they were all as underdogs they went three and one in those games only one not when not covering was the thunder on the road it feels like a young team that's rising when they're counted out that's probably when they're gonna be a lot better but when you're laying points here i mean i get it's at home and i get the trailblazers are terrible but it i don't know it just it doesn't feel right i'm trying to at some point while this show is going on, I'm going to figure out what Monty did in his first season in, in New Orleans and in Phoenix as an actual favorite because those were two bad teams at the time. And so if he was an actual favorite, that means that they were playing somebody that was much, much worse than them. And I'm very curious on how he went in those games. So if somebody finds that before me, let me know. But I'll be looking it up as we go on here. But I, I have a theory that I, I don't want to take this Pistons team when they're laying points. Like It just... It doesn't feel like I'm the team you should be you. laying points with. Yeah, like prove it to me. Prove to me you can cover a line. Like it's a lot easier to, you know, lose to Miami as eight point dogs by one, you know, than go out there and assert your dominance over a Trailblazers team. That is bad. I'm not gonna lie. The team is bad, but they also could be turning a corner right now and not that's, be completely terrible. That's kind of my counterpoint. I don't know how many games in the entire season you think Portland's gonna be favored in. Yeah, like Wait, Portland? Yeah. I don't know how many times they're going to be favored this season. Oh, yeah. No, they're not going to be favored at all this season. That's kind of my point. Like, there's a there's a viewing of the Trailblazers. And this may not be the right team. As being a bad, bad team. Like, they are a bottom three team in the league, in my opinion. Detroit, I think, can make a run for a playing spot. They're going to finish short. I'm not saying they're going to get in. But I do think there are levels between these teams. I think Portland is just really bad. And yeah. I think Chauncey can coach, but that's well documented at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I don't know. I think I let me just, let, 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 let me get up game here. I think that's it. 
uh, I still didn't like. I'm not betting, but I'm gonna take a chance on on Portland plus four. I'm gonna take a chance. All right. Uh, total two sixteen. I got no idea. Yeah, I have. I'm not there on totals, man. There, I think I played with the totals, and maybe some went my way, some didn't. Yeah. Uh, if I had to lean, probably over. That's probably where I'd lean, but I'm not going to play the total. I feel it feels like if this is an under game, then the Pistons are probably winning by like double digits at the very least. Yeah, this is, yeah. If the, if the Trailblazers can't score, I think the Pistons. I don't think the Trailblazers' defense is bad. I mean, the defense is good. So yeah, Pistons team total over. That sounds pretty good. Can you hear me? Yeah, I could hear you. I mean, oh, okay. kind of like your connection's occasionally breaking, but you keep popping back. So. Oh, okay. Hold on, I'll fix that. In I was say, if you game. want, I can stall. Uh, no, no, I fix. I fix it in the next game. Let's move on to the next one. We have who's that, who's next on my schedule? Toronto Raptors welcoming the Milwaukee Bucks. This line opened up at five for mi- minus five for the Bucks. It's still minus five. Two twenty-four and a half is total. That came down from two twenty-nine and a half. Injury report here: these two teams. Uh, Marjan Bochamp is probable with an illness for the Bucks, and Precious Achua is doubtful with the groin injury, and Christian Coloco is out as well. So Toronto dumped the Gatorade earlier in the season, and then they lost to Portland, <laughs> and they blew a massive double-digit lead against the Bulls. Yo, the Bulls, the Bulls' loss was worse. I mean, they were up double digits like a minute and a half ago, and they, and they lost the game. Like that was really bad. I, we deserved that because I do. I knew to take the Bulls, man. I think I switched it on tally site. I can't say that I knew to take the Bulls. It was a team. The, the players after, only meeting. It was a team meeting player, after one that, game. But like before we went into the show, I was prepared to give out Bulls. It was you ambushing me with the players only meeting that switched me off. That's just you so never told funny. Me that, I would go went against Bulls. it. That was uncharted territory. That was we can strike that like pick from the record because that's okay. never happened. Before. We didn't know <laughs> what to do. It from the record. We didn't know what to do on that. That's on. Un- that's just uncharted territory. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. So there's a good possibility that this Raptors team is really bad. Uh doesn't look like any- Well, the Raptors team is a new coach. They might not be good, and for some reason they still have Siakam and Barnes and everybody there, even though they probably should have blown up the core about a couple of I don't know years ago at this point. Uh yeah, that's kind of the problem with Toronto. Uh, for Milwaukee, um, uh, for Milwaukee in general, I mean they've been fine. Sorry, you just keep lagging a bit, so I'm trying to like talk over the lag. Um, oh. But Lillard has been hit or miss for the most part. They had a nice win against the Heat. Got a bit dicey there. <laughs> they almost blew a 20 point lead uh, to Miami in that game. But I do think once again Milwaukee is the more talented team. The issue is that Milwaukee traveling to Toronto has not always been easy. And we have seen Toronto give the Bucs a run for their money in the past. The problem is this Toronto team is definitely worse than they have been in years past, while Milwaukee is still supposed to be a top-tier team in the East. So there is definitely a talent disparity between these teams. The, The question, though, is, well, Toronto's a tough place to play. The Raptors are a young, feisty team. They'll get up for this one. I don't know about all that. Like, I think Toronto, once again, is going to be a non-playoff team. They were a play-in team last year. 
I don't even think they're that this year. I think they're probably going to finish somewhere in the 12th spot, 11th spot in the Eastern Conference. I don't think they're very good. And I still don't know if their new guy can coach. I've heard good things from him in Europe, but overall, I don't really know much about him. So Darko? I'm going to Milwaukee. I think that you're going to see Lopez and Giannis do their thing. You said Achua might not play. Toronto's got no size at all, which is a serious problem facing off against the likes of Giannis and Lopez. I don't really think it's a good matchup for them. I'm not a big Achua guy, but when your center's to Siakam and you're going to throw in like Coloco, they don't have any size at this point. I think it's bad for the matchup. I'm going to take Milwaukee. I think they get dominated yeah. on the boards. Oh, yeah, Jakob Okay, okay, that's fair. I mean, Pertle, yeah, that's a fair they point. They got Yaka Pertle, but it's not, it's not yeah. much. It's not they much. They don't really so. have anybody else. Yeah, no, I should mention. It's not much. That's a good point. Yeah, good it's point. not much, but they got him. He's there. He's there. That's a good all point. All right. Bro. So, you, you finished all that? Yeah. Sorry, I saw you like. No, no, no. It's, no, 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 no. it's good. It's good. It no, that's perfectly fine. I just said that so we could play this. Like, what are we thinking about here, guys? Yeah. Come on. I would take Toronto <laughs> if, they, if this was like two years ago and they were still good, but they're not good anymore. No, so. let's be serious, man. No Nick Nurse. There's no, this team is that this team might be bad. Like, this yeah. might be a bad team. We might they're be looking at a lottery team. It is what it yeah. is. And then uh, did you see Pat Bev on his show talking about the game with against Toronto with Philly? And they were like, uh, he was, I, I don't know. I guess he basically punked the Toronto team. Like, uh, Scotty Barnes was talking trash. And he was like, hey, bro, you want know talking that when I seen you when we was working out? And he was like, yeah, yeah, all right, now keep that same energy. Like, duh, duh, duh. like I don't know. It was funny. You got to see that Pat Bell clip. It was actually pretty funny. And it, and as soon as I saw that clip, I was like, I'm fating the Raptors until further notice. So Bucks saying, minus five. A bunch of fake tough guys. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. The only concern here is that this is only five. Yeah. Why is this only five? I think some of it's reputation-based. With Toronto being at home tough place to play but i think toronto is just not the same team as it used to be if we miss this then it's because it was a trap and if it's a trap i'm dead yeah. because this Only should five. not be five this should be closer to eight yeah and part of it Maybe could be because the bucks didn't beat the heat by much they were up by 20 like they they completely stopped caring and the game got interesting so i think the final score was misleading there i think toronto yeah. is one of the better bad teams in the league yeah that's all I um, yeah, I'm I'm out on on Toronto. I'm, I'm completely out on Toronto at this point. It, it's been a bad first four games for them. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess we we haven't really been talking about player props actually. You got no. some. By the way, did you go back briefly to the Pistons game. Durant's yeah. questionable, so of course I like his double double. If he's not going to play, give me Thompson rebounds and give me Isaiah Stewart rebounds. That's yeah, for that definitely, game. definitely that. I'm still on K's assist. And because they're playing a team that I don't think plays good defense, I'm going to be on it again here. And I'm probably going to take that maybe 8, 10, something like that. Kays I like just... Shade and Sharp under three and a half assists at plus 114. Uh, he's had less than four in every game. Pistons hmm. number one in preventing assists in the league. Portland dead last in assists per game. Small sample okay. size, but I just find yeah, that. No, no, no. I, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. 
Maybe maybe it's a little more ISO work for that's probably how this goes. I'm gonna have to SGP this game. That's how this goes over. Portland plays a bunch of ISO ball. Yeah, that's how that's how they play. So I see Sharp chucking up a lot of shots. But All right. for the Bucks game, I think Giannis has a massive game. I don't think anybody on Toronto can really stop him. So I probably look for Giannis. He might have a triple double in this game, but I think that he's definitely gonna have at least twenty five and twelve in this game. I just don't know how, like, as I sit here and think about the Bucks roster, how does everybody not? I mean, OG is probably going to strike. Who does OG guard? He probably guards Dane. There's, si- there's a size difference there, yeah. but OG's good enough to keep up. You're wasting him on Middleton at this point. Yeah, like, if like if you put shot. him on Middleton, it's like, what are you doing? So, it's a waste, so I feel Middleton's like I still be on Middleton. recovering, or at this point, he's just not as good as he used to be. So I think it's a waste. They should put him I- on a little. I think I kind of like Middleton's assist. I got to go back and look the numbers, but I feel like every time I look at his game, he's got like five assists, and I'm like, dang. And, and it's really because I've been trying to sell myself on Dame having a bunch of assists this season, but it just looks like that's not going to happen. And I'm I'm tired of betting it, to be honest. Like, I'm just over betting it. So I'll be uh, on Portis props uh, for this game if I can get some. Yeah, he had four assists, five assists. Uh, it, it just seems like, the offense, when you look at the offense and they're playing, it's running through Middleton and Giannis, and then Dame's playing a lot more off ball. Then that's how he's getting his shot. It, like I haven't, I haven't watched all these games the Bucks played, but what I have watched, I don't recall Dame ever bringing the ball up the court and initiating offense. I, I see him always playing as more of a two, and it's Giannis or Middleton that's kind of bringing the ball up and running the offense. So, give me what's the line on Chris Middleton assist here? Oh, let me look. Because uh, anyway, I while I pull is... that, while that, while I pull that up, you can potentially. Yeah, I'll, I'll run through the. I'll run through the start of the next game. Just give me that. Yep. We have the Atlanta Hawks welcoming the Washington. Well, no, I'm not going to do that. What I got to do is talk to you about Hall of Fame bets because Hall of Fame bets is a sports betting analyst platform for player props, parlays, and game lines. Research everything from the NBA, NFL, MLB, and soccer with historical stats and data. They have the parlay. Uh, optimizer tool make sure you use that because they break down your parlay by hit rate by leg you get to know the analytics of your parlay before you place it so stop betting in the dark and join over thirty thousand users with researching with hall of fame bets download the hall of fame best app or visit hofbets.com use code sgpn to get 50 percent off your first month to start researching start winning with hall of fame bets all right now we're talking about the atlanta hawks welcoming the washington wizards hawks minus eight and a half on at home Open up at minus eight. Total open up at two thirty-seven and a half. Wait, what did you say the line was at? Uh, eight and a half for the. I see six. Mm, nope, I got. Six. Now, now I see nine. Okay, all right. Tells yeah, you how much the lines change. I saw nine. Like I, I saw six. You know what like, that means? means uh, so, how much you want to bet before I look? It's either Kyle Kuzma or is Jordan Poole? I think it's Trey Young playing. Because he was doubtful oh. in the first place. So I, I oh, think so you Trey's think it's Trey Young. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, 26 minutes ago, Daniel Gafford went through shoot around, expect to be a game time decision. I don't think he's the one. Can you believe Gafford's worth three points? Like, no. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> it's actually insane. Let's see here. Uh, well, I don't see anything recent. So let me just go back to my injury report. And maybe you know it's going to be some story. inside information stuff. But there were rumors Trey was not going to play because he had ang- he had Achilles inflammation. Mm-hmm. Rumors that he injured it at a trampoline park, and people thought he was not going to play. And uh, apparently, he's going to because the lines moved up three points. 
So I'm yeah. assuming it's because Trey Young's going to play. Yeah, he's questionable with that Achilles, but he's expected to play. I, I, the line is telling me he's going to play it. This line has jumped. And I mean, no. Yeah, he's good. I think he's going to play. I understand because this Wizards team is in hell. Yeah. They're in hell. <laughs> Jordan Poole's in a fun hell, though, because he just gets to chuck it up 30 times a game. I know. And it's so fun. Did you see what he, uh, <laughs> he gave us the Nick Young the shot? Out of it? Yeah. <laughs> He, oh yeah, he yeah. You know, Porzingis did that too. I was talking about the Nick Young shot where he shot it, turned around, and it was off. Yeah. By the way, I looked it up, and there were no Middleton assists. I couldn't find it. Uh, okay. I feel like it's going to be at four and a half. It's at four and a half. I'm going to take it. Uh I mean, is there any situation that you can get down on Washington here? If Trey is playing, no, I, I can't. I like the over in the game. I think it will yeah. to score 130 points if Trey plays. So that's my main play. I like the team total over. Yeah, Billy, I know that Trey's questionable, but we've mentioned this before in previous years. I'll say it again. A lot of sports books have inside information on the injury report before the public does. When you see a three-point line move at 11.30 in the morning and one player is still questionable, he's probably playing. So I think the sports books know that Trey's playing and it's yet to be released to the public. That's how I look at it. So I'm on the Hawks. The Wizards are terrible, but they're fun. They're a fun terrible it's like appointment viewing TV because if your team's having a bad time offensively, play the uh, Wizards, and suddenly you look like the Harlem Globetrotters. So I'll go with the Hawks. I think they're scoring 130 in this game. Nice comeback, though. Down 20 against Minnesota last game. I think it carries over. Yeah, I like the over. I'm with you. I like the over. That's probably the best bet in here. You look at uh, what Atlanta's given up. 116, one to Charlotte, 126 to the Knicks, 110 to the Bucks. That's pretty all right. 113 to Minnesota. Like, it's not like they're shutting anybody out. They may not be giving up 120 plus every single game, but they're dangerously close. And the Charlotte game was spooky because nobody could hit a shot for the entire game, but there were a lot of wide open guys. I watched a lot yeah. of the Hawks game. Yeah. So. I'm questionable about this Hawks defense to start the season. So I feel like they're, and that's why I'm a little bit concerned with laying this number with the Hawks, but it's just like, how do I take the Wizards? The yeah, over is going to be my favorite play, but then I had to wait to see the Trey Young news. So now, yeah, I'll definitely like the over. Trey assists, I'll take as well. Washington's mm-hmm. allowing the most assists per game in the link. Makes sense. They're giving up about 140 per game. So yeah, I got to go with the Hawks and I'll go with Trey Young assists. All right. Did we skip the injury report in that Pistons game? I thought we did it. Oh, uh, I think we did, but you might have been trying there. to, and maybe you lagged. I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. We, I talked uh-huh. about it in the, uh, late with uh, Duran being questionable, so it's fine. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm on the Hawks, unfortunately. I I don't really feel – I'm not betting Hawks in this spot. I don't want to lay that points. But I'll bet the over. I, I bet the over. Yeah, I'm 100% no hesitation. over. You could put – yeah, no hesitation there. That's a lock. You could put a lock on that. And potentially – Possession Atlanta team total over, but definitely over. If Atlanta scores 70 in the first half, I would just – that's kind of what I'm expecting <laughs> to happen. I wouldn't even be surprised what I'm expecting. Oh, I kind of would hate that for Washington to give up that number in two first halves back-to-back. They're auto-fade if they well, do that. I mean, they got, they, got, they got no discipline at all on that team. Yeah. All right. Brooklyn Nets traveling to Miami. Whew, we're back. Miami opened up as a minus four favorite. They're up minus six. 223 and a half is the total here. That came down two points. Injury report for these two teams. And we have uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, doubtful. Dennis Smith Jr., doubtful. Nick Claxton, out. Cam Johnson hurts. Ouch. He didn't that's play last tough. game either. So Yeah, no, that's tough. 
And for Miami, Jimmy Butler is questionable. Bam Adebayo is probable. Hayward Hyde-Smith is questionable. Caleb Martin is out. So, is Butler going to show up today? Eh, we'll see. I'm not weighing it. Bro, you, what? <laughs> what? What kind of question is that? Who's... It wasn't a question. I just said I'm not weighing it. Oh, it was well, not a question. It wasn't, wasn't a question. question. It was a statement. It wasn't a question, but I was thinking that somebody asked you a question. No. But no, there's no way. There's, no, we're not even, there's not even consideration here of ever laying points in Miami at home. Ever. I don't care who's playing. Give me a Cam Thomas legacy 40-point game in this one to make sure that the Brooklyn Nets get the cover. Cam I don't Thomas care what so angle I have to sell me on. He Cam is, Thomas man. Is so damn good. He's so good at scoring basketball, bro. It's really crazy. And yeah, like, I mean, especially if Jimmy doesn't play. And Oh, no, Jimmy, I don't even mean, like, sits. I mean, if he actually shows up because he's been there in spirit, I guess, but he hasn't tried in the last couple games. He hasn't done anything. He's, he's just – he's misunderstood. He's just misunderstood. Yeah, the haircut tells me he's misunderstood. But he's against the Celtics and against the – I mean, he no-showed the Timberwolves game. He did not show up, basically, for the Celtics game. And then the last game, he didn't do anything either against the Bucs. Ballward is just showing up for the check, I guess. He's not doing anything in any of these games. Yeah. And the team's not good enough to let Jimmy Butler just coast in a bunch of random games. He might be – it might be something really wrong with him. It might be. I said the like, heat, I, I, before the season started. What is that injury started, what Before the season started, I said that I thought Miami had a shot to miss the playoffs. That was my hot take. I don't think they're a good basketball team. I mean, Butler's not going to go. <laughs> if Butler's not going to go Super Saiyan, basically, then the team's not very good. This is what it is, and he's pouting, and it looks like he doesn't really care because it's the regular season Jimmy Butler. Team's not good enough to win if he doesn't carry the team. It's just how it goes. So I'll go with the Nets. I mean, is Bam going to carry the team? No, we have an issue with him rebounding. <laughs> we have an issue with Bam. Even Lowry, 30 minutes. He, he's cooked at this point in his career. They need Hero to carry, I guess. Why is this six? It should not be six. And the line went up because <laughs> Dimwitty's injured and Cam Johnson's injured. I don't care. I thought the team looked pretty good. Dimwitty got injured in the first half of the Charlotte game. They still, they still scored about 130. Like I think the Nets are fine in this spot. I'll take the Nets. I really wish Ben Simmons wasn't playing in this game. And it's not because of Ben Simmons. Because it's really not a shot at Ben. That is not a shot at Ben. He's actually been kind of nice this year. Yeah, no, he's like, okay, like, for real. But that was not a shot at him. The reason that I wish he wasn't playing in this game is because I want to go all in on Royce Freeman. I said Royce Freeman. Royce Royce Freeman really. uh, Yes, I know, I know. Freeman had a touchdown last week, so to be fair. I called it, unfortunately. I called it. Sean McVay is no good with our max man. Yeah, I really want to sell myself on Royce assists, man. He hasn't been there this season, 2-3-0 in the three games he's played. But I remember last season when that when that roster was breaking down, Royce was initiating the offense, and he was running the offense and getting things going, especially without Spencer Dinwiddie. And this could be – this could be a spot where they give him the ball again and they say, hey, just get us going. Like, get the team going, you know. I really want to take a shot on Roy. I really, really want to take a shot on his assist today. I've seen him do it. I, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to watch it because I don't want to waste money if it's wrong. I'll be mad. I don't but see I'm props really, really either. I got a database up. I don't see anything for assists. I'm going to wait for it to pop up. But 
I'm probably not going to bet it, but that is somebody that I'm looking to be a sneaky, big assist guy in this game because he he really does get people to their spots and kind of run that offense a little bit. And with no Dinwiddie and maybe in the non-Simmons minutes, he could potentially be helping run an offense for his team. Yeah, there's nothing else to talk about here. We're taking plus six with Brooklyn, sprinkle on the money line. Uh... I like Cam Thomas under two and a half assists. He's gone under in each of the last 10 games. He's gone under in 19 of the last 20 games. Who is the other person you faded on assists earlier? We got to make a parlay. Um, We got to make a parlay. I I faded Shannon Sharp because they're both just going to chuck it. But if Cam Thomas goes under in assists in 19 of the last 20 games, I'm going to take the under three. He doesn't pass the ball. He shouldn't. He's averaging over 30 games. Wait, is it really 19 of 20? 19 of the last 20 games, Cam Thomas had less than three assists. He refused. Okay, but that's partially partially with the minutes. Well, but... he played a decent amount of minutes, though, when you think about the Nets last year. They couldn't score. They actually gave him some minutes off the bench. Not as many as this, but he hasn't gone over this number at all this year either. So mm-hmm. I got to go with the under assists. And he shouldn't okay. pass the ball. Nobody on this team can shoot. I mean, he's averaging 30 a game. He's leading the league in scoring. Like, he shouldn't pass the ball. But I got to mention it. All right. Next game on the slate, we have the back-to-back Cleveland Cavaliers traveling to New York this time. Knicks were laying six, now a six and a half. 211 is total. Injury report, well, don't have an injury report because these teams just played yesterday. So we'll see that a little bit later. We're assuming Garland's still out, and we're assuming probably Jared Allen's not going to play, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I want to apologize for taking the Cavs yesterday and not looking at the schedule and knowing that this game was happening today because it's clear cut after beating them yesterday the Knicks are 100% blowing this at home they didn't beat them they curb stomped them they're 100% blowing this at home 100% 100% blowing this game at home it's gonna be so irritating but again for some reason when people show up to the Mecca basketball Jordan's spirit just takes over their body just takes over. Torian Prince had 30 in the garden. Yeah. That happened. 30. Do you remember when Rubio had like nine, like eight threes against the Knicks in the garden like two years ago? That it's also just, happened. Like, so I think I think he had like eight threes, but Rubio had like 40 points. <laughs> like it just happens in the weirdest ways. So Who's do your you guy? have any any do you have anything for the Knicks laying six and a half here before I just go ahead and give out my Jordan player of the day? Uh, I feel like the one thing I would have for the Knicks is that I don't think Cleveland's any good at this point in the season. I think they really need Jared Allen. And you're looking at the Cavs. I was down on them this year. I just thought mm-hmm. that they wouldn't be as good. I thought Mitchell would be unhappy and that would be a problem. But Garland not playing is a big deal. They don't have enough shot creators on their team without Garland on the court because mm-hmm. Mitchell's going to do his thing. And besides that, what do you have? We've debated this before. I'll say it again. I don't think Evan Mobley has a bag, and I've said it on several occasions. I know he had 30 points a couple games ago. Nice outlier performance. I don't oh, think okay. Mobley's a great offensive player. How do you know this it. isn't an outlier? He had four points last night. Maybe Mitchell That's, Robinson. So why would that not be an outlier too? It's an outlier. Maybe on both Mitchell spectrums. Robinson just owns him. My point is, I don't think Mobley's good enough to actually generate his own offense on a regular basis. I think that's kind of the problem I have. So when he is unable to step up as the number two option in an offense, your team's not going to be able to score. 
and we saw them chuck up a lot of bricks last night. Like, Levert is a high-volume, low-efficiency guy. Mitchell's going to do his thing, and Mobley can have some really good games. Most of the time, what is Mobley, like 15 and 10? 15 and 11, 14 and 11? That's kind of his thing. They don't have enough actual scores on this team. That's the one thing I can go against it. Having said that, I'm not laying six and a half on a back-to-back against the exact same team. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to lean to Cleveland, but I like the under. I think it's correlated. I still acknowledge that the Cavs can't score. All right. Time for the the Jordan game. Billy says he thinks it's Levert. I thought you it was either going to be Levert or Mobley. That was my guess. Oh, wow. So Levert or Mobley. That's what, so that's your guess. Mobley had four. I don't think he's that bad. I think he's No, no, no. I get that, but that's your guess. Back. So you're going Levert or Mobley? I'm going to guess Mobley if I had to guess. Okay. Yeah, I am. So the the key of the Jordan game is, you know, for people that are getting their first experience or like, you know, one of their very young in the league sometimes. But it would be be if he actually played 20 minutes a game, but Bates doesn't get enough runtime. Bates is such a great candidate. It's 100 percent Imani Bates. And this is why you actually think he's going to play 20. He played 23 minutes last night. Well, they also got killed. They played the entire fourth quarter. So a lot of it was game flow based. But it, it, and that's the but he was playing earlier in the game, too. This is the point that I'm making here is that Bates is good enough. If he gets going, he's not slowing down. Oh, if they bring him in for relief in earlier part of the second quarter and he starts getting going in the second. Oh, when that second half comes that he's he's playing the whole way. And they're gonna let him. They're gonna let him cook. I mean, he's, I he needs to he's play very anyway. close. He's very, very close, man. Like as a young player, he's very, very close to being really good. And if Imani Bates catches up to NBA game speed before Christmas by the New Year, oh, this Cavs team's gonna be good. I don't oh, know. That's that additional to, score that you were talking about. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't want to equate it as a Nets fan to the Cam Thomas experience on the bench for the first year or two, but he's a t- he's a player who's a microwave scorer on a team that right now can't score. And at yep. some point, you got to give him minutes because your team can't yep. score. If I find Imani Bates props, I'm playing him. I'm I'm sold on him being the Jordan player today. I am okay. sold. It, it's going to be a rant. His first 20-point game in the league. Calling it. Calling it. All right. Let's go. We're, we're a little bit behind, Scott. We got to play some yeah, catch we can up just here. Speed through some of these. It's fine. Well, no. Well, you know, I can speak through this next one because we have the Indiana Pacers traveling to Boston, play the Boston Celtics. Celtics open up minus 11. This is minus 11 and a half. 234 and a half is total here. That went up three points. Injury report for these two teams. And we have for the Boston Celtics. Uh, I have not seen this name before. I don't want to butcher that. Nemus. Uh, I got to look that up. I haven't seen that one. Okay. He's not for Kata. Utah Kata. Kata. Yeah. Kata, is that how you say it? Yeah, Kata. Good right. college. Right. Yeah. And we have for Tyrese Halliburton, questionable. Ben Matherin, questionable. Jalen Smith, questionable. Wow, no wonder this is 11 and a half. Yeah. If Halliburton's okay. not playing, they're losing by 20. Just to be clear. I, I don't agree because Nimhart, that's a pretty system offense. And Nimhart steps in when Halliburton is out and gets 10 assists. And is if it Halliburton's really a system out. Is system offense or is the system Halliburton do something with the basketball? 
No, it's a system offense because whenever Halliburton's out, Nemhard is literally a double double machine. So it has I said Nemhard. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. said Nemhard. Okay. I think yeah, you said yeah. Nemhard for a second. I'm like, oh, are we talking about the maybe same I guy? did. If I did, my, yeah, my fault. bad. But All right, cool. yeah, Nemhard. Yeah, if 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 he's out, Nemhard literally steps in and does. Like, it's not the same thing because he doesn't have the talent, but he still goes out there, gives you ten assists and probably a double double. Like, yeah. So ultimately. If Halliburton's out, I'm like, oh, that's brutal. But is it a no-brainer? No, because why? Because the Celtics will let you down. Like, they will let you down. They will let you down. Whenever you think it's a 100% possibility, they will let you down. I think they actually lost this game last year in Boston. They did 117-112 as as nine-and-a-half-point favorites. So, yeah, I'm good. But you may do it. No, I think it's a lot of points, but I do like the over in this game. I also find it weird that you have the arguably best two offensive players on the Pacers being questionable and the total went up three points. That's mm-hmm. fascinating. That kind of tells me, I think Halliburton and Matherin are going to play. I'll go with the over in this one. If no side for me, just total. I'll go with the over. If Halliburton misses, I'm all over in them assists. Like it doesn't matter. It probably yeah. will be, it, I'm not going to lie. If he's, well, as soon as he's labeled out, it's probably going to be at eight and a half. Probably gonna be at eight and a half, maybe. Nah, maybe not nine and a half, but it's gonna be at seven and a half, eight and a half for sure. Like they're not gonna, they're not gonna give you an easy five, six assist line here. Don't be afraid of the large number. Just take it. Just take it. Nemhard literally gets the assist when Halliburton's out, even in a loss game. As well. Yeah, I'm on over. Yep. Anything else for this one? No, not really. We got to speed through some. Yeah. Oh no, I was just saying if you had a prop or anything. No, I'm saying I, I don't have much in this game. Oh okay. The okay. Celtics are tricky. Wait, so are you on? Are you on the Pacers? Uh, for me, once again, I don't feel great about the side. I'll lean Pacers, but I prefer the over. Okay. New Orleans Pelicans, Chavon or KC. This is going to be a fun game. Oh, it's on national TV. OKC's laying three and a half at home. Open up at three. Two twenty-seven and a half is the total here. That went up two points. Injury report, and we see. Wait, where is my? Oh, there we go. All right, we have Brandon, Brandon Ingram. Ingram's the big story. That's yeah, really Brandon Ingram questionable. Oh, man, is it that point in the season already? He did game, miss the other day. This is game four. Yeah, he missed the other day, though. So, uh, yeah. Jose Alvarado. The other day when Murphy. they lost 28 to Golden State at home. Yeah. <laughs> Jose Alvarado, Trey Murphy, Najee Marshall all injured. And we have for OKC, Karen Williams out. Jalen Williams with the Y injured. I'm sold on OKC. I think OKC is a very good team. Like, yeah. Very, very good. I don't think this is the OKC of years past where we couldn't trust them laying points. I don't think this is that team. No, they're good. Yeah. This team has like 47 wins written all over them, in my opinion. Maybe more. They're really good. The thing about New Orleans is that it just feels like I can't trust two guys to have a great game. Like who's, the really, two, who's the two guys now? Well, I mean, you would think is Zion and CJ, but yeah. sometimes it's not even CJ. Like some, I don't know. It's just they're really, they're really finicky, and I don't know how to feel about this Pelicans. They team. have talent, but Ingram might not play, and I'm a big Trey Murphy guy. Murphy hasn't played a game this season. I think he's a very good shooter. Yeah, they need Zion. Jordan to go Hawkins crazy. got to start. Jordan Hawkins got to start earlier. Like that was kind of that was a little shocking to me. I didn't I didn't know that they were going to throw Jordan Hawkins there in the starting lineup with those injuries. But I get it. I 
I think my favorite play in this game is going to be Zion points. I, yeah, I just think he's too I, big for anybody in OKC's front court to handle. If Zion gets downhill, it's over. So I, I think that he's going to have a massive game tonight. Three. I think I'm going to lean to the Pelicans in this one. I don't feel great about it. Some of it might be pride-based. He got buried by 28 points at home to Golden State. But I think OKC is a very good team. Shea, we know, is incredible. But I don't know. It, this line feels short for Ingram not playing. It feels a bit trappy to me. Give me Zion to have a great game. I hate, Sean. I hate this stretch in the beginning of the season trying to figure out who these teams are. This would be such a great game to, like, wager on later in the year. Yes. 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 Because I don't know. I love watching this game, but it's really tough. I'll lean to the points. I'm rocking with Shea, man. That's my guy. Give me OKC minus three and a half. That's a tough one, though. That's I'm I'm rocking with Shea long term. I got Dagnet to win coach of the year. Let's just go with a Shea, a Shea Zion points parlay. Yeah, it's simple. It, that's what it feels like. That's how this game is going to go. Yeah. A Shay Zion points parlay. All right. I'm with it. Because that total went up two points. So if we get an over game, got to think it's got to be those two helping. Mm. Maybe, uh, maybe a giddy assist. Maybe a giddy assist in this one. All right. Next game Charlotte Hornets. Oh, man. Ah, I don't know if we can. Can we play the toilet bowl drop for this? Yeah, we can. We can? Why not? All right. Houston has oh, a one game on against Charlotte Stinks. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. It's it's one in one in five between these two teams. Let me. Uh, I actually don't have that drop loaded. Wow, that's, that's actually shame. yeah. It's on the WNBA. Podcast. Okay, well, wait, what about what about this one? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I can. You need to leave. <laughs> leave. <laughs> you need to leave. <laughs> okay. Why do I have that in here? Oh man! All right. Charlotte Hornets traveling to Houston to play the Houston Rockets in what we are now labeling as the toilet bowl. Houston is laying two and a half, opened up at minus three, two, 22 and a half is the total. That came down two points. Injury reports for these two teams that we have for the Charlotte Hornets. You know, Mikhail, uh, not Mikhail, I keep saying Mikhail. I'm so sorry, Mikhail. I'm so, so, so sorry. Miles Bridges is out. For uh, suspension and so we're calling yeah, I guess. <laughs> and uh, for the Rockets, a pretty clean injury report. Everybody, you know, Tari Eason still out. Victor Oladipo. I still don't think Victor Oladipo plays a game in a Houston uniform, but we'll see. Uh, all right. So rather clean injury reports for what these teams are used to to start a season. I mean, it's the toilet bowl. How do we lay points in the toilet bowl? I'm I'm gonna take the Hornets. I, I don't think Houston's any good. Charlotte's not good either, but at least this team can score. Houston scored less than 96 points in each in two of the first three games. They just can't put the ball in the back. Wait for real? <laughs> Simply put, they can't score. They, they just can't score. I didn't the, the one exception was San Antonio, and that game went ah. to overtime, and San Antonio can't guard anybody. So I'll be on Charlotte. Are they a good team? No. But they got Lamelo, Gordon Hayward's healthy for once. Brandon Miller's actually been pretty good so far in his young career. A guy can score. Houston can't put the ball in the basket. It's just that simple for me. So I'll lean to the Hornets. But yeah, I think there's a there's a possibility of the Hornets playing defense. I think there's no shot the Rockets are playing defense in this game. <laughs> can't score. Like it's just bad to watch, man. Having said yeah, that, I man. like Kangoon props in this game. 
Yeah, I think Shengun. I'm, I'm not taking. I'm not laying points in the toilet bowl, man. We can't yeah. do that. That's 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 anti toilet. That's the the commandment of the toilet bowl. Thou shalt never lay points in the toilet bowl. A hundred percent taking the Hornets. I'm still laughing at how Munaf took the Rockets over and claimed it wasn't a ho- a homer pick when it was a hundred percent a homer pick. This team sucks. Wait, he took the over. He tried to convince me that like the Rockets are going to be sneaky good, and I'm like, no, they won't be. <laughs> no, they won't be. They're going to be bad. They're going to be really, really bad. They are not good at all. Get faith in uh, Ime, even though it takes probably a month or two for everyone to actually uh, buy in. Man, and it take good players. The Rockets are a good example of just because you have money doesn't mean you should spend it. Paying Dylan Brooks and Van Vliet all that money was next level malpractice. No, they're bad. This team might not win 20 games. They're bad. Hey, you remember when the Rockets owner was like, pray for Victor? <laughs> I mean, it was, it was pray for, pray for Victor for the, he was, he wasn't wrong, man. He it wasn't wrong. Pray for Victor on TV. That's insane. Pray for right. Victor on TV and the fan base had to settle for Dylan Brooks and for Fred Van Vliet on a big contract. Enjoy. Oh, the team's man. bad. They're bad. Check out my Twitter page later in the day. I'll probably have a player prop of some random player that probably is going to go off in this game. I like Shang to have a good game for Houston. That's basically it. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. Oh, man. You really said pray for Victor, man. Pray That's for Victor, crazy. Man. That's crazy, man. All right. On national TV as an owner, the Denver Nuggets are walking into Minnesota. Two and a half. Minus two and a half. Wow. It's actually really short. Minus two and a half for the Denver Nuggets. Open up at minus one and a half. 219 and a half is the total. That's dropped from 225 and a half. Injury report in this game. And you have Ken Carr, who is hurt for the Nuggets. And you have Jayden McDaniels, probable for the Timberwolves. Shake Milton, probable. And Jalen Clark is hurt. I'm on Denver. Yeah, bro. Why are we even talking about this? Like, what? Yes. The line's weird. Denver. Minnesota had the massive choke job against Atlanta, so you can argue maybe they bounce back. I don't believe it. I think this team's soft. Yeah. I think Jimmy I Butler like was right in his assessment three years ago. This is a soft team that has no killer instinct. And I know that Anthony Edwards is going to be viewed as the future star in the league. He goes AWOL too many times. At some point, you got to actually consistently drop like 25 a game if you're going to be this next superstar. And he can do that on occasion. But there's a lot of games where you want him to be more aggressive and more demanding of the basketball, and he doesn't do it. And you watch Cat just run around with no plan for the entire game. I can't so, stand this team. They have no killer instinct. I'll go with Denver. So I really don't think it's his fault. I think he's trying to be a grown-up about the situation in Minnesota. Oh, no, no, I, I get it. I'm not saying it's his fault, but I'm saying it's no, 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 no. But, go to that's what I'm, but the point I'm trying to make, Scott, is that I feel like that the reason he's not aggressive is because he's trying to be a grown-up and understand that he need, he has to get everybody else going because they're not going to win games with just him scoring the basketball. And I 100% get that fact. It's just the other fact that this team isn't good and you might as well just take all the shots yourself. Like I would, I would much rather you give me a line on the Denver Nuggets versus Anthony Edwards, and I'll take whatever that number may be. If it's plus seventy five, I will take it from the Denver Nuggets score versus Anthony Edwards because I do not want to bet on this Minnesota team. There's no situation where I ever, like after that first game, I just realized I, there's no situation that I'm gonna feel comfortable betting Minnesota. Like no matter how what they do, there's nothing I'm gonna do feel good betting Minnesota. So we're taking Denver. 
Minus I will give Edwards props, though. He has shot the ball more. He is averaging 25 per game. He's shooting only 44%, so that could step up. But I just find it weird that he had 31 points against the Hawks and he only attempted 21 shots. It sounds like a lot, but on this team, if you're shooting 61-62%, you got to probably shoot it at least 25 times. I don't trust anybody else on the team. Yeah, they're not good. All right. <sighs> and Denver's Denver. I don't need to say anything about that. They're clearly the best team in the league. I don't think it's close. Yeah, man, they're getting so much production from that. Bench shout out right to Peyton now. Watson. Big fan. Yeah, shout out to the players on that bench. I really was cooking their bench prior to the season. So was I. They're actually playing pretty Peyton good. Peyton Watson, so. really good. Yeah, Denver might actually really be the best team in the league, like, by far. For this sure. team is going to – if they stay healthy, they're winning, like, 65. Like, this team's that good. Yeah. All right. I like it. No, I like it. They do look good. Not even going to hold you. Okay. Chicago Bulls, Dallas Mavericks. Dallas is at home laying four and a half here. 224 is the total. Injury report, we have Zach Levine, probable. Lonzo. Man, just take Lonzo off of here. Like, please, stop making me look at this every time I have to. <sighs> Lonzo, I hope you I hope you come back, man. I hope you play another game in the NBA, man. I really do. Like, I really do. I'm a big fan. Big fan of the game. Really am. So glad the Knicks didn't sign you because if the Knicks signed you and you didn't play, you would be getting crucified. You would be like Ben Simmons out here. So I'm really, really glad, glad that the Knicks didn't sign you. But <sighs> I hope you come back to the league. I really do. Kyrie Irving is questionable with the foot injury as well. It's really just going to come down to Luca, right? I mean, Luca's been—I can't even. Luca's been like unstoppable. I can't even describe how good Luca's actually been. What does he have? Two triple doubles and a forty-nine piece in three games. Is one of the greatest starts to a season I've ever seen from a player. It, it's but what's what's so crazy is that the Mavs are three and zero. Yeah, and I did not realize because it felt like they should have lost two games already. It's solely Luca going crazy in the fourth quarter of games. How do He's we lay points with this team. team? How do we lay points with this team? I really felt like that this team should have lost two games already. And I, I was like, wait, they're really 3-0? and And I get it. Luca is amazing. Two triple doubles with 30 points and a 49-piece. It's, it's, un, it's unreal how good he's been. As a Nets fan, they blew a game late in the fourth quarter to the Mavs. I couldn't even blame him. Luka just kept hitting 40-footers. But it was I, also... I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even blame the Nets for that joke job. That was it just was incredible. It was the Spurs, too. They blew, yeah. The Spurs blew the game, too? Yeah. I think we got to take the points here. I am going to take the points. Yeah. I don't like the Bulls, but I feel like, once again, Dallas, I'm not sure if how... I'm not, I don't think they're actually that good. I just think Luka's been having an out-of-body experience. Yeah. So if Luka, if the, Luka even decides to grace us mere mortals with his presence yeah. and be human for a game, oh, the Mavericks are getting run up out of here. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting run up out of the Luka's building. Luka's covering up so many flaws with this team because of how yeah. good he's been. Again, Very much. I, I got, so. I'm gonna lean to Chicago. Chicago plus four. Sprinkle on the money line here, people. This, yeah, I. I mean, of course, we're taking Luca props. <laughs> if you yeah. want to take a Luca prop, I'm not gonna fight you about it. But if you if you like Dallas, just take Luca, or take Luca something with Luca in combined with Dallas. Don't take just Dallas. There's no point. There's no shot they win this game. They cannot Luka win if Luca does not have a big game. They just yeah. can't do it. All right. Mm, give me 
uh, Vucevic rebounds in this one. That, I was going to look at that too. Uh, my concern is Luca puts him in the pick and roll death chamber. So we'll see what happens, but who knows? You're right. That is that's a good one. But yeah, no, nah, give me give me Vucevic rebounds. I think that's a good one. Uh, and they've been giving up they've been giving up a lot of rebounds. We'll see that lively matchup. Lively will probably be in the starting lineup, but I think Vucevic can. I think Vucevic can score on them too. To be honest, yeah. so I think I'll go with DeRozan points in this game. I think DeRozan is a good matchup. All right, I like it. Oh yeah, who's gonna stop him? Really. And I no, I'm not on a Kobe White assist today. Maybe another day. Not today. I think the Bulls defense steps up a little bit on the road. All right. Memphis. Quite possibly the worst team in the league right now. What are they owing for? Yep. Going to play Utah. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Utah's laying two and a half. At home, two twenty-five and a half is the total. That's, the That's how you know point. you're bad. Utah's laying two and a half, and they've been embarrassed by half the teams they've played. Yeah, because Utah doesn't look good. And it's really, like, really, really hurting me to say Utah doesn't look good. But, like, Memphis looks terrible. They're bad. They're bad. It's not their fault. You know, Jog I mean, is suspended. Tyus Jones we, isn't there. He yeah. traded for Marcus Smart, who I don't think is very good. It happens. Team's just not very good. And Steven Adams is out for the year. They had a lot of problems that happened during the offseason. So can so if we so if we talked ourselves into Memphis, how do we talk ourselves into Memphis? Like how does Memphis win this game? You need Jaron Jackson to probably go for like 25-30, and you're gonna need a really good defensive effort. Or Bain goes nuts from three. Probably Bain and Jaron Jackson combining for like 60 points. If I had to guess. I'm taking Utah, personally. They beat the Clippers at home. So it's not like they're totally lost at home. I think but it's also the Clippers. Not good. It's also the Clippers. Yeah. But Clippers are still one of the better teams in the Western Conference. They just sabotage themselves with the Harden trade, but at least they're a top, you know, they're, they're fine <laughs> in the West. They're fine, you know? Scott said they sabotage themselves. Hey. That Harden trade is going to be a disaster. But the Clippers are still a better, hey. oh, they're an above average Western Conference team. Harden's got four teams to trade their future for. Yeah, pretty much. And he's quit on every team. So <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just keeping it real. You know, I'll go with Utah. I though. hate Scott, man. I'm taking Utah. I, I don't really have a rhyme or reason, but I just think. Memphis I think it's going to be tough sliding good. for Jaron Jackson Jr. I don't know what the price is. It really might be time to pull the trigger on Memphis to miss the playoffs. Because even when Jock comes back, there's going to be rust involved there. And he's had injury issues in the past. At least Tyus Jones could hold the fork down. They got nothing. They got nothing with no jaw. Like, they're screwed. And Adams wasn't a stabilizer defensively in the middle. Their entire identity is shot. Yeah. That Steven Adams being out for the season really, like, when he we left last, last year, year he was a very they fell off a cliff player. when he stopped playing. Yeah, you're right, man. All right, we're taking Utah minus two now. I'm not betting this, but I'm, I'm going to take Utah. Holy crap. Wow. Next game on the slate. Easy. Easy pick here. Oh, it's an easy. It's not actually an easy pick. It's actually going to hurt my heart to make this pick, but it, it's got to be like Sacramento Kings going to play the Golden State Warriors. Warriors laying seven and a half here at home. Two twenty-seven is total that came down from two thirty-four and a half. This is the. Is this the automatic? Did the Warriors have a game in between? The Warriors had a game, uh, two games in between. Actually, they beat the Rockets and and they beat the, the Pelicans. Pelicans. Yeah. And for the Kings, they had the Lakers in between. So relatively close. Both of these two teams just played on Friday, and here we are on Wednesday. They're playing again. 
what Curry have? 42 in that game? I yep, think. I think De'Aaron had 36, something like that. Yeah. Bro, I don't think we can lay this many points. Well, De'Aaron's not playing, so. Oh, is that why? He's out oh. for like a month. Well, let's go. Oh, so let's go. Or I shouldn't say board. a month because he suffered an ankle sprain. He's out for at least like a week or two. Yeah, all right. So, so De'Aaron's not playing. Trey Lyles isn't playing. Looks like Davian Mitchell is going to step up. And for the Warriors, we got Klay Thompson probable. I guess that matters. And I don't, I don't care. You know my thoughts on Klay. <laughs> they're, they're well documented. You know my thoughts I, I know. I know. I'll I tell you what. He has corner. been better this year because he's shooting less. So I'll give him props there. He has shot the ball less. What an asshole. All right. is questionable. He's not uh, chucking Starch it as much. Is probable. Like Curry Cook. I actually forgot about the De'Aaron Fox news. I, I still think we got to take – I still think we got to take the points. I'm not doing it. Golden State's fourth quarter – Golden State's fourth quarters have actually been really bad. Just give me like the Warriors. In competitive games, they've we'll been pretty bad. Right, just give me Warriors third quarter call today. No, because I only like third quarter when they're down at half. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really only like playing it when they're down at half. Or like it, like if they're blowing teams out at half, I hate playing third quarter. This is going to sound like a dumb question because this offense was great last year. Do we actually like the Kings offense when Fox is out? Is it a good unit? Because Fox does a lot of stuff for that team. I think it can be because of one Malik Monk coming off the bench. And I'm a, I like the Monk props. Mitchell's more yeah. of a defensive-minded point guard. He's not really yeah. a great scorer. But Sabonis was good last time out against the Warriors. We know Looney kind of owns him. And Sabonis isn't the greatest finisher around the rim against the Warriors. So I do wonder how they're going to consistently score. I don't really trust Herter. I don't really trust Harrison Barnes. So I'm running low on offensive options for this team. I like the Monk props. I think Monk's going to have a great game. But I'm going to go with Golden State. And Chris Paul's done a great job with the second unit. Chris Paul's been great with that second unit. Maybe this is maybe this is just Golden State about to flex their muscles, like I said they would all season, and just start blowing teams out. It might be a this mental be block it. too. Like you lose Game Seven at home by twenty, Curry drops fifty on you, and you come out and lose again at home by double digits, and like Curry drop forty two. It might be a mental block with this team. We'll see. So. I really, really want to fade them in their first home game coming back from a three-game road trip after they were so terrible on the road last year and they win three straight to start yeah, the season. Good. As I as I said, as I said, that I, they were going to be a much better road team this year and that was going to be the thing that took them to one of the top teams in this league. But this feels like a trap, man. Because why is this not more? Yeah, I'm taking the Kings. This feels like a trap. Malik Monk is the reason. I'm 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 not gonna bet Kings. I'm just gonna bet Malik Monk because ultimately I think if the Kings go close, it's gonna be Malik Monk. So just give I me Monk's over Malik Monk props in the game. Yeah, I think he I think he's going more than that. I think he's gonna yeah. go to 25. Like Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox are so similar. And it's because they played like they played so together for so long. Like I, I think that this is the Malik Monk legacy game. He goes for 25. Maybe for me, this 30. is a standard Golden State game. It might be interesting for a half, but eventually Golden State's going to hit a flurry. They're going to score a bunch of points, hit a bunch of threes, and the game's over. I think okay. there's going to be like a three-minute stretch where Golden State blows the game open and they just coast to like a 10-point win. That's how I look okay. at it. I respect it. I respect it. I don't feel good about that side, but I, I do feel good about Malik Monk potentially leading this team. Uh making this game interesting. So and we Malik got one Monk game props. left. Yeah, we're taking a Malik Monk ladder today for sure. All right. Only way to finish the show. 
Clippers, Lakers. Lakers are technically the home team. They opened up as a minus two. I'm actually shocked the Lakers were ever a favorite before, you know, last night's stuff. But they're, they're minus two in the open. They're Clippers now on a back-to-back, too. Yeah. That, that, that plays a factor. Yeah. So, uh, Lakers minus six and a half. They said it last night that there's a possibility that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George do not play because of uh, back-to-back. They just got James Harden and P.J. Tucker. So, well, P.J. might playing play. Until probably Harden's the definitely game. not playing. Yeah. yeah. And then they said the Knicks game might be his be first right. game on Sunday, I think. Uh, let's see here. We have, yeah, I can't really tell you. I'm pretty sure Terrence Mann's not going to play. So uh, you might want to go ahead and X that out if you thought that was going to happen. And for the Lakers, Cam Reddish I can't stand probably. The Clippers, man. I can't stand this team. Cam Reddish back is probably. Back, nobody's, Hachim- nobody's oh, Scott, can I get through the injury report? Sorry, but it's just the oh Clippers. Oh, my gosh. The injury gosh, report annoys Scott. me so much with the Clippers. I think we're trying to get up out of here. We're a, yeah. a minute and 12. <laughs> I think Munaf right. and I were at like a minute and 30 last time out. It's it's fine. Whatever. No, it's not. All right. Rui Hachimara. I'm trying. I have a haircut to get to. Rui Hachimara, doubtful. Cam Reddish, probable. Sheesh. I could not get through that. All right. Now, the only thing that really threw me off with the magic handicap yesterday was that I was so certain that they would never punt this game against the Lakers, but now it feels like they're punting the game against the Lakers. I'm fading the Clippers. Give me Lakers minus six and a half. I don't like I think it. I'm this is not how I wanted to play the Lakers. I hate it, but I think I'm going to lean to the Clippers. They've just owned this team for so long that I have to get, I have to take the points on principle. They've won 11 straight against this team. I it, it's just it's been such domination for the last like five six years. The Clippers might bench their entire roster if they do. It sucks for me, but I'll link to the Clippers. I can't lay six and a half with a team that's been repeatedly buried <laughs> by the same opponent over and over again. They got embarrassed by Reggie Jackson like two years ago. I don't well, forget these things, Scott. This may be the best time to fade a long term trend because this is the week that long term trends are ending. Because guess what, Scott? The Broncos got a win against the Chiefs. Yeah, that did happen. That happened, Scott. Yeah. That happened. Wow, I didn't watch it. Wow. Wow. I mean, this might be the this is if there was ever a time to fade streaks, it's now. I mean, that's on that's on par with the Undertaker's WrestleMania streak. These streaks are on par with the Undertaker's WrestleMania streaks. And do you remember when Brock Lesnar hit the F five? for the third time and broke the streak. It was crazy. This honestly, truly, I cannot wait for the Lakers to win this game for them to dump the Gatorade and then for them to lose on the road to Orlando and on Saturday. My favorite play in this game is the under the totals too high. The Lakers can't score. If you've watched them play, they can't shoot. They're one of the worst three point shooting teams in the league. They can't shoot. And the Clippers might bench after there's people the chat's talking about that was the Mahomes flu game. Well, I mean, every game for the Clippers is a flu game, apparently. <laughs> yeah, they're sitting everybody anyway, so it doesn't matter. So every game for the Clippers is a flu Plus, game. Plus, I know the flu yeah. matters. They, they have five turnovers. You're not going to win any NFL game if you turn the ball over five times and you force, like, one turnover. That's just not going to happen. But, yeah, I'm going to lead to the Clippers based on the history, but I like the under as my favorite play. Yeah, I, I like the under, too. All right. Let's end this show strong. Give me for my lock. Man. 
I'm just going to, I mean, I'm going to do, it's the early part of the season. I'm going to just do the trend that I trust that works and, and you know, it survived in the time. Give me the Brooklyn Nets plus six. That's my lock for sure. At the very least, they cover, they cover that. And somehow, some way Miami blows this to make this a one possession game with the last 10 seconds. So yeah, hundred percent. I will take the Brooklyn Nets plus six for my dog. My dogs have been terrible this year. I'm over three of my dogs. So uh, get the fade city and so I can figure that out. But for my dog, hopefully I don't put the stench on them. Give me the Chicago Bulls on the road, plus 150 on the money line to get it done. Maybe Luca decides to be human for a day. And if they do, this map seems is screwed. I don't think they should be 3-0. and I think there's a pretty good possibility they should probably be 1-2, and actually. So give me the Bulls to find a way to get it done. Maybe that player's only meeting actually worked. So... There you go. I have the Nets plus six and the Bulls on the money line plus 150. Scott Studio, right show. Over to you. Yeah, so for me, I'm going to go with the initial obvious play, which might seem intimidating, but I like the line movement since Trey's probably going to play. Give me the over at 237 and a half. I don't even care. This game's going to get to 250. If Trey plays, mm-hmm. you're going to see each team get to potentially 120 by themselves. So I'll go with the over 237 and a half in that game as my lock. For my dog, give me Nets money line. Uh, I like the price. It's going to be around a plus 185. Fun yep. fact, Nets have won each of the last four meetings. Why? I don't know. But the Nets are just good <laughs> against the Heat. They've won four straight. Like They've actually oh been good against the Heat God. in years past. And I mentioned, I called out Jimmy Butler for kind of no-showing a couple games in a row. I don't think the Heat are that good. People are going to look at the Nets injury report and be concerned. They still scored like 130 against Charlotte. Cam Thomas is still really solid. Bridges is still playing. This team's not bad. The Nets aren't a good team, but they're fine. But I think the Heat are overvalued. We know we can never trust them as a favorite. But Bowler keeps no-showing games. And he needs to go crazy for them to actually win on a regular basis. Give me the Nets money line at plus 185. All right. Let's get a prize picks lineup going real quick to close this out. What do we like today here, Scott? We have a large slate and a lot of things to pick from. We talked about a lot, too. Uh, Vucevic is at 15 and a half. I really think he can give Lively some points on the inside and give him some yeah, problems. You want to take that? Yeah, let's take it. Let's go Vucevic. More than 15 and a half points. Uh, you want to take one of your assist lesses? Yeah, I'll go with the less for – we'll go sharp on this one. Shane Sharp. Let me let me search. You can type the search bar. The search bar is so great. You don't have to scroll through all of this. All right, we have Shane and Sharp. Ooh, no, they don't have just his assist lines here, Scott. Do they have wow. Cam Thomas then? We'll just pivot. Let's, let's see if they got Thomas. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Points. Uh, no, Scott, you're a sharp, man. Damn it. Okay. They're sharp. Do wow. they have Trey Young assists, or he's still questionable, so they're not going to give it to him? If Trey Young's nope, playing, he's got Trey. at least like 10 assists in this. Well, what's Nine and a half. At? Nine and a half? Yeah. More? He's having 10 if they if he plays. All right. Trey Young, more than nine and a half assists. Let's get one more going here. Um, let's see. Do you want to go back Three to point. Shea? Oh, do they have Monk? Do they have Monk? I doubt it because he's a bench player. Ooh. They might come on. No, bunch of haters. Okay, you want to go, Shay? Coward. Yeah, you know I can never say no to Shay. <laughs> you know I can never say no. That's my guy, man. All right, we're gonna say 30, 30 and a half more against New Orleans. Uh, 
Is Herb Jones going to pick him up? Ah, oh, no, he's cooked New Orleans before, actually. Now that I think about it, he's cooked New Orleans before. Yeah, no. Or do we go Zion? What's Zion's number at? Who stops Zion, really? On this team, nobody. Jokic said that Chad needs to eat more food. So nobody. 24 and a half. 24 and a half. Zion gets to 25. With Ingram potentially not playing? Yeah, Zion's going to shoot. Yeah. I like yeah. Zion. Yeah, okay. Uh, We're going to Zion. We're going to Zion. All right. So there you go. Here's our prize picks lineup before we close the show. Nikola Vucevic, more 15 and a half points. Trey Young, more nine and a half assists. And Zion Williamson, more 24 and a half points. You know, we're true DJs, so we're not going for the flex play. We want the power play 5X on the three correct. 20 pays $100, placing that entry in now. Make sure you tap into prize picks code SGP. Scott, anything else for the people before we get up out of here? No, not really. Looking forward to the games tonight. Oh, uh, yeah, yes. Uh, there's a podcast episode in- coming out in like a couple minutes with Munaf, so stay tuned for that. Yes, make sure everybody likes the video here before you leave. We got 51 people in the stream. And make sure you go check out the propcast literally right after this. So you're getting more. We didn't really go into too many props on this episode because we knew the propcast was coming in right after this. So they're going to get all those props that we missed. They're going to cover those. Make sure you tap in with Chris and Moon off in the propcast. And make sure if you're listening to us, wherever you get your podcast, you do a five-star rating and review. The review can be bad, but just drop five stars for us. Other than that, I'm going to go get a haircut because I am late. So it's my fault. What? Did you say? <laughs> it's perfectly fine. I'm just going to, you know, hopefully my barber doesn't not give me a haircut. But other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way in the podcast. Just going to like this. We are out of here. Basketball. Get it, get it.